0: Hey everybody, this is Sophie back with you on um, another um, Sophieism podcast. Um, I'm actually sitting here with Piper. Say so hello, Piper.
1: Hey everybody, I'm super excited to be here tonight, and I can't wait to introduce you to our guest.
0: We have yes, we, we have a special guest. Um, and before we get to the guest, because I kind of want to dig into this because this guest that I have can really get really in depth, and I, I want to keep this under 30 minutes. So I'm gonna start with my disclaimer as I always have to do. This is Sophie with my podcast. And I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but I will tell you what I believe. So please don't ask me if your baby's cute and don't ask me if you're fat. So now that I got the disclaimer out of the way, I got um we got Dr. Smith here with us. And in the background, we got his lovely wife, Terry, and a good friend of ours, Larry, the but they're not really mic'd up. So we might chime in with them. We don't know. We'll, we'll see how this plays, but we do have um, Dr. Smith. So Dr. Smith, say hello to everybody.
2: <clears throat> hello, everybody.
0: So can you give us a little background about what your expertise, knowledge base, and, and kind of who you are?
2: Well, I'm, uh, I once was a board-certified general surgeon, and then I became a board-certified plastic surgeon. And now I'm retired.
0: You're retired. How how long have you practiced? (laughs) Oh, about forty years. So what does that make you? You're you're over the age of seventy, I'm assuming. I think so. Yeah. Is
1: that the word dinosaur?
0: Jeez. (laughs) Well, well, Piper. No, I'm I'm a dinosaur. We can't age discriminate, Piper. No age discrimination going on here. I apologize, Doctor Smith.
2: Called the dinosaur. (laughs) I'm just joking.
0: All right. Well, I I'm going to say the topic, and the topic is the title. I'm going to ask you a question, and the question is the topic slash title. Are you ready? I think so. So, Doctor Smith, does size matter? Uh, size definitely
2: matters from my uh, evolutionary psychological standpoint. Women, over the course of 2.5 million years, have selected males with larger and larger <laughs> penises.
0: Oh, whoa, 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 Doc, hold on. Um. I wasn't talking about that size. Oh, sorry. I was, <laughs> I was talking, I was talking about <laughs> virus sizes. Oh, virus sizes. So, so that's <laughs> kind of excuse me why? I I mean, ha- having known you for a while, I assumed it was penis oh. size. Oh, <laughs> 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 and and listen, everybody. To be honest, I, me and Doctor Smith are very, really close. I always say we're like brothers from different mothers. I think our DNA has crossed paths and mixed whatever. So I knew hundred percent he was gonna go there, knowing he wasn't going to know where I was going to go. So it was oh, a wait little wait
1: a minute, did I know he was going there? Absolutely. I come up no, here's the, the truth. This
0: was Piper's oh, idea. Wait a, wait a minute. I know I, mean, I know exactly. something well enough Let to know that he's
2: obfuscating but a hundred percent and his real motive is
0: size Absolutely. as regards the penises. Absolutely. But having said that that's another topic, and the think, topic of today is oh. virus sizes. So I kind of wanted to get your thoughts, Dr. Smith, because um, I don't think when you can't see something, and, and um, we, we, our new saying that we like is you cannot respect what you do not understand. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. So if we cannot respect what we don't understand, how much more difficult is it if you can't even see it?
2: Well, the um, the thing is that if we talk about any biological system, the first thing I have to say is all biological systems uh, fall within a so-called Cussian or bell curve. So what we're going to talk about, if we're going to talk about a biological center, a system is the center of the curve, not the outside margins of the curve.
0: So basically, what we're talking about is what, in general, is the majority, not You're the sure outside. You sure want
2: to talk about sex because this other aspect. I, I is promise you, actually,
0: what I really wanted to do, honestly, Doctor <laughs> Smith, Doctor <laughs> Smith, you know where we're I, I, I want to nice. go there. I do. Okay, sure. but. That, talk about that lovely that. A, let's stick on what that. did larry say i said you should talk about sex between viruses <laughs> sex between viruses but no as much as i want to go there because you know how much i love to dig into that Correct. um with this natural selection of women selecting the the larger penis Correct. and which has evolved for us to have a larger penis than our primates if you understand evolution Trump. Trump. but that's not what we're talking about i want to go take oh, it easy and it's funny y'all you guys are missing this because his wife
1: starts small and then they got bigger well hold on did they start big and get smaller? well
0: the average primate his wife is in the background the before we get to keep the topic of to penises,
2: penises i just have to say the average primate penis is about one-third
0: the size of the male Human. Mean, well, yeah. hold on, Doc. You're this talking about the average cancer. guy. It's a little bit different for me over here. So oh, nobody's
1: average in this room. So
0: you say. <laughs> right. yes. So let's go now. So I, what I really want to do is I really want to go to the viruses. Thank you, And I want to discuss um, your so thoughts. Your thoughts on viral sizes. On viral sizes, because I think I'm gonna give an analogy and I want you to go more in depth with it, like from my analogy that I read, is if a virus is the size of an average car, a bacteria is the Empire State Building.
1: Wow, that's a big difference. So
0: I kind of want you to just start talking, Doc, about, because I'm trying to give people the insight, not to say yay or nay on your comfort zone of the mask, but I want to give people a more logical, understanding of sizes because if you can't respect what you don't understand you sure as hell ain't gonna respect what you can't see. Well
2: on average uh, I think what you're getting at is uh, the reality is a bacterium is somewhere between a hundred and a thousand times larger than any virus but the average coronavirus and there are just millions if not billions of viruses out there the coronavirus averages about 80 nanometers which is one billionth of a meter. So it's a very small thing. And my favorite uh, statistic- Is that
1: kind of like, you know, like I have a dollar and Jeff Bezos has $159 billion?
2: Yeah, sort of like that. Wow, sort
1: of like that, (laughs) or I have a quarter. And and even, and so the important (laughs) point is the
2: average mask porosity is about 130 Mm. nanometers for the best mask, whereas it can be 500 times bigger than that for what most people wear. So you have this coronavirus, only 80 nanometers, who, when it approaches a mask, sees a hole of 130 nanometers, almost twice its size. So it's like entering the Eisenhower Tunnel to the coronavirus. So my opinion is the mask is a, a, a futile,
0: piece of cloth over your face. Well, I want to take it one step further. Mm. So in order for us, I'm going to ask you a Piper question. Um, In order to see a virus or a bacteria, what type of device do we need?
1: I get the microscope. Okay.
0: Well, you actually need an electron microscope. Exactly. So this is where I'm going to go. So to see a bacteria, you can use a compound microscope, which we are used to seeing if you went into chemistry, biology, or science. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. But did you guys know something? You're not capable of seeing a virus in that type of microscope. You, in return, to see a virus would need an electron microscope. But wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute. Um... On one of the programs the other day, I saw big, big, solid bubbles that couldn't go through a a cloth thing. I mean, like it looked like they could not function through it
0: Well, what you're, uh, she's talking about, so doc, I'll give you an example. It they, like solid well, bubbles. let's get doc, let's get doc. So
2: doc. Well, can... with the electron microscope, you're actually looking at the molecular substrate architecture of a virus if the electron microscope is powerful enough to uh, visualize that. So certain electron microscopes, Microscopes going to look at molecular structure.
0: Well, I want to give people, uh, but just, people hold on people want to give people a way to understand because a lot of people have gone to school. We've we've looked into the microscopes in biology class and science class from fifth grade to college. And I just want people to understand those microscopes are not capable of seeing a virus because it's too small.
1: So we've never seen it.
2: Never. So in general, that's correct. Although there may be some viruses that are large enough, you might be able to pick up awesome. And another thing that people confuse is when a surgeon has a mask on, he's basically, uh, the masks are very effective at bacterial <laughs> penetration, but not so good at viral Well, it's interesting that you
0: say that, Doc, because I went to 3M, the N95 mask from 3M, and on the specifications of that mask, it specifically says, will not prevent an individual or protect a person from getting illness or disease. And it basically tells you the limitations of it, which says, in the bacteria, and it's not capable in the nanometer size of protecting of a virus. So why, let me ask you this, Doc, and I understand like it can stop saliva and we can see saliva because people cannot see the virus and they can't see that we are putting out air that you can't see. And I'll give you the analogy that Piper talked about. They showed one test where they showed a side view of four screens and each screen had a person with a no mask, N95 mask, a surgical mask, and a cloth mask. And then it shows you the side view that you can see projectiles coming out of the person's mouth. And then it showed less with the the cloth and then even less with the surgical and even less with the N95. So they said, this proves that it stops the virus. How would you express, how would you explain that?
2: Well, you know, there's a common sense thing. If 700,000 people, have died from coronavirus 19. You got to ask yourself, and I believe one statistic suggested 90 to 95% of these people claim they were wearing a mask. You got to ask yourself, well, gee, uh, how effective was the mask if 700,000 people have died from coronavirus, 90 to 95% of them claiming, although the claim is, you know, uh, is subjective that they were wearing a mask and yet they got the virus anyway?
0: Well, what I want you to do too, Doc, is I want you to take a step one, one step further, because people like to be able to see it, and they can see particles getting less lessened with certain types of masks. How is that? How is viruses still going through? Well, if if <laughs> I know, Doc, the I hundred, understand. I'm trying to the use hundreds you. hundreds of
2: thousands of viruses on on a, I think on a pin. And something like a million or so viruses can exist on a pinhead. So
0: let's. I want to repeat that. Yeah. You're talking about a fake Well, I'm just, just trying to give people because, like I said, you or can't like
1: a straight pen.
0: What okay. kind of yeah. pen? He's talking yeah. like a pen, like you would write your signature on. Right. No, so, no,
1: no, not a pinhead. He's talking about like a straight pen, like
0: a. Hold no, on. no, a pen, a oh, head oh, like you're going to write a signature. Yeah, so right. what I want, I'm trying to give you an analogy because remember, we can't respect so, so what you, we
2: don't so understand. The question is how many viruses have to penetrate that mask? because before you
0: become infected one one <laughs> so i'm going to ask you something i'm going to give you an analogy i'm going to give yeah. an analogy
1: oh, oh wait i have a great idea <laughs> can i give an
0: analogy real quick please wait, so
1: does everybody go to kroger
0: well i want to give an analogy that doc, that goes good with this kroger. okay so doc uh, you tell me if i'm if i'm if i'm not giving you an analogy i get a can of hairspray mm-hmm. and i'm in front of you mm-hmm. in a five foot section hallway Mm-hmm. And you're in a hallway that's five foot wide and I'm in front of you and I get this can of hairspray. Is it
1: rave or aqua no.
0: Rave. Okay. And I spray it from the top and the bound, That uh-huh. The top. Uh-huh. Can, and I say, you have to come to me. Mm-hmm. Is, is one molecule going to hit you?
2: Well, it, it, invariably a number of molecules are going to hit you.
0: Now, let's say I get a mask and I stop the big chunks of the saliva or the, the ones that you can see. And let's say I take a mask, and I, and I take out 10% of all that mist that I'm just spraying in the air. Is it still going to hit you? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Piper.
1: No, I was just going to say, I mean, if you've got a Kroger and you get one of those plastic bags, you could just tie it right around your neck and head so you don't get any <laughs> you know, <you> virus. <laughs> okay.
2: The other thing is, the other thing is Not the, people the either. is when they have the mask on, they can smell all the effluvial order, odors. That occur within the store, wherever you're at.
0: But doesn't the mask, hold on, doesn't a viral infection can still come through the eyes and through mm-hmm. the ears?
2: It can, yeah, conjunctival services, mucosal services. E- even if you got cuts or scars? And, and one can argue, well, I don't know about cuts or scars per se, but right. if,
1: uh, a hole. if a you hole. Suck,
2: If you suck in a breath, you're basically making a, a jet stream of air sort of Bernoulli's principle of flow if you have the mask around on. the mask yeah can you explain that if you have the mask on so you're sucking it you're sucking a bit of air if you could see the the uh, dynamics of the atmosphere when you take a breath you're sucking all this air and guess what it goes a- around and through and around the mask so you know in my mind uh
0: the like from
1: the- a balloon when it's filled up with air and it has helium, and you stuck it in, and like it has to. Enter. Well, no, not exactly no, that way. But what he's
0: talking about is like almost like induction, right? Yeah. When you, you got the flow, mask. You're, you're increasing the flow of air into the. Because the if air the air mask way. is on, it's sucking more air from the sides and the bottom so that yeah, aren't I, properly sealed. I think, I I think, think the, the main
2: misunderstanding oil. is that people uh, don't understand the difference between the size of a bacterium, which a mask is effective for and a virus, which is significantly smaller. So in my mind, the uh, wearing a diaper on your face is sort of silly. Well,
0: so hold, like on, hold on, hold on. So hold on. So when this, when, um, and I don't want to make any of my comments, but when Dr. Fauci first, first Quack. came out and said Quack. that the mask really will not help, you don't need to wear it, he was actually being honest.
2: I believe that was his most... Uh,
0: Transparent...
2: It's a statement.
0: Okay. And let's not go into why things have changed. I don't want to go into that. We're just sticking with the facts. So I think now, because I'm still looking at the clock, and I want to take advantage of this opportunity... Are we so, going to talk about sex? So here? now, can, <laughs> Doc, does size matter? Can you can you elaborate on the other aspect of size? Because well, no, well, I think we see. talked enough Everybody about the
1: virus. can relate to a virus. Now, so, can, size, can you talk about,
0: about it? Size, size matters. How? With regard to the second Why has, of size. We don't have enough time to go into that. Can you, you got? I got about 10, 11 minutes. Can you give us a little? Not, not really. I, you
2: know, I like to say my w- penis looks going, really good compared to the size you know, of a penis on a virus. Another thing. Another. <laughs> go ahead. What did you say, Larry?
1: Viral penis. That's what I was. I, I was
2: just invoking Picture. a little bit of, of sexual
0: humor. Larry yeah. saying that he can. He is certain that his penis is larger than a virus. Correct. I I, I can see mine. Don't okay. Good. Don't ah, don't ah, see ah, ah, ah,
1: his. As
0: a woman. As a woman. This is Terry. Oh. This is my wife. Why would he introduce you? My I introduced As wife. As a woman. As a woman. If
1: you can't feel it, you don't enjoy it. As a woman, oh. if you can't
2: my wife says if you can't feel it, you don't enjoy it, and
0: that's why I married her. Wow, okay. So <laughs> it doesn't so she's cash. But but so from from, from a older, beautiful woman, that's
2: That's your, I
0: want people to understand that's how you, a more mature woman.
2: I'm I'm telling you, when she was 20, she felt that way. So this particular topic sliding off into this aspect of size, there's just not (laughs) enough time to clarify the ramifications
1: of of all that could be said
0: about that. But it does matter. (laughs) It absolutely. Marks. I mean,
1: honestly, oh, like look right at word. us. Earth is a certain size. Mercury is a certain size. Earth,
0: Earth is bigger.
1: It's the perfect size. Yes.
0: So, so basically, mean, too big so basically, so too well, let me ask a question. Size Hold on. For viruses. Exactly right.
2: and size <laughs> so matters for problem, sexual. Well, I, don't I don't want to ask. And if it's really large, it gets in. And uh, gives give you promise far. with Uranus.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Doc. I, do like I want to ask you one question. <clears> throat> throat> Why and how? You can answer this at least. Why and how has the penis gotten larger? How? Well, see, uh, Sophie, I'm Have sorry, it? but you've introduced this
2: topic at the very end. <laughs> And I hate to leave, for instance. But I think if we a leave tale, a little,
0: a tale of this and then we can carry it on to the next one. That's my whole we goal. Have, I can only really tell world you world from world an world. anthropological okay. standpoint. Please do.
2: The reality is that for 2.5 million years, or in the beginning of the Pleistocene period, females in general have selected males with larger penises. This is why, over time, the average male human has a larger penis two to three times larger than any other primate. And you can only attribute that to sexual selection from females. So you're telling me females. that Women like men more than monkeys. Is that
1: what we're saying?
2: (laughs) Women definitely like men more than monkeys. And in my wife's case,
0: (laughs) a monkey penis is not something she would marry. (laughs) <laughs> okay, all right. So what we, let's, so let's recap. I tried to get him to go there, but we couldn't quite get him. He wants a whole segment.
1: Hey, I think we're close enough.
0: I understand. But size does matter and uh, the, more, with the virus. Uh, what was it, Doc, you said? It's more pertinent
2: to realize that with regard to the coronavirus, size actually matters.
0: Well, listen,
1: I'm going to say one thing. If women understand size of penis and how it feels, they need to relate that experience Same experience to size of the virus to the mask, poor size. Well, I want to ask if it can go through.
0: Well, let me ask you this, Doc. Let me ask you this. (laughs) You had mentioned we were talking, because I'm not against the vaccine. I am not. And we believe that the vaccine is somewhat effective. I want you to give the numbers. The vaccine versus, let's say, natural immunity. Natural immunity is a person doesn't get a vaccine, they get the virus, their body um, weathers the storm, and a person becomes healthy at the end of the day. Talk to me about that, please. Well,
2: the reality is the the vaccine allows you to have an encounter with a virus that is non-lethal because your body has been set up uh, before to defend itself against some of the more drastic uh, deadly aspects of the virus. So you, I mean, However,
0: just, just... if you acquire
2: it naturally and you survive that acquisition, uh, some would say that probably from an immunological standpoint, natural acquisition of a virus is about 26 to 27 times more potent than were you to get the vaccine. But the vaccine allows you to develop the problem under just below uh, a uh, lethal uh, uh, consequence. So the funny thing is, the the amazing thing is we've destroyed our society and business based on the coronavirus. However, at the moment we're talking, you're more likely to die from the influenza virus than you are from the Corona-19 virus.
0: Wow. That's impressive. So what you're telling me is I I got the COVID. My body naturally fought it. My antibodies that was produced to fight it is 26 to 27 times more effective than had I just taken the vaccine. And there's a chance, there's a chance that some individuals, if you get
2: the vaccine after you've caught it, you may throw your body above the level that is healthy for you, in which case you may suffer some of the consequences of an overreaction to the inflammatory process
0: associated with getting the virus
2: so
1: to and, me the most important test is the antibody test to determine if you've had it
0: and if you should get the well vaccine. i think another good question is, and i just want to make it from what, I, what i'm understanding dr smith is you're not anti-vaccine no at all no at all so i want to make that clear if you haven't had the vaccine i mean for people uh
1: i read
2: if you have the vaccine it virtually makes you Outside the epidemic, you no longer should worry about them. If you get it, it'll be like the flu in general. There will be some people because it's a bell curve. All biological systems are bell curves that will suffer despite whatever happens and may die from it. But in general, if you've had the vaccine, you more or less no longer have to fear it or fear anybody around you that may have it. On the other hand, if you've caught it naturally, wow, you've got uh, 26 to 27 times more effective resistance to the deleterious effects of the uh vi- of the virus or
1: the variant right uh,
2: or the variants, and uh so in all fairness to so the average human and by the way there's a study out there that suggests uh that perhaps in pregnant women it may have some adverse effects in up to 16% of them with regard to the uh the uh, period of uh gestation so um one could argue that it's reasonable for some people to not want to get the vaccine, and it's, it behooves the government and the scientists to determine how many people have already caught it and already have antibodies against it. So there ought to be a second set of rules, and that is uh, to determine whether people have the antibodies. If you have the antibodies, well, then you have a little piece of paper that says, hey, I caught it, I have the antibodies, I don't need the vaccine. And since there's a chance, all vaccines are not benign. Some of them are malignant with regard to the results of them. And in fact, there are some cases out there where people have suffered because they went ahead and got the vaccine despite already having the virus. So you don't want to overload the immunologic system because on occasion, if you overload the immunologic system past a certain point, it causes an inflammatory condition that may cause uh serious side effects
0: i want to ask you one one question a kind of final question here and i want you to empower me doc empower me if somebody came to me yes your penis is quite large i like <laughs> to think it's four to five times the. <laughs> I worry. I'm okay all right so uh, you just got me off guard there Doc, because i was thinking about my penis and you are correct it is very large but having said that had somebody come to me and said you know sophie you're just totally off base I'm a, I'm a doctor, or I'm this, or I'm that, or I'm a chemist, or I'm this. The mask is 100% effective. What can you empower me not to come off as condescending or rude? What can I have to show new information that might and hope provide logical? Well, here's the reality. This is America. This
2: is a country, hopefully, of freedom. And therefore, uh, I believe that the average human being is smart enough to receive the data and make a determination on their own. So regardless of whether a person thinks they need it or not, if you choose to get it, I am in favor of the vaccine if you've not caught it. I'm curious why no one ever brings up uh, trying to discern who has antibodies already from having had it in the past. But if you were to say to me, Safi, you're nuts for, uh, for getting the cat vaccine or not getting it, well, that's an individual choice. I believe in individual freedom. And I believe if a person believes they ought not get the vaccine, well, that's their prerogative. If they, ah, in, my, in my opinion, they may suffer some ill effect because they thought that way. But I believe in freedom. I believe in respecting the individual intelligence to make a choice. And if that's their choice, I respect it and I don't worry about it. I worry about me and my family with regard to what is the right thing for me to do and allow other
0: people to have liberty, which is the whole thing about living in America. Doc, i I'm, I want to finish on that. That was beautiful. Love it. I mean, I, I wanna I wanna wrap this up. That that was the best final exit on this Safiism podcast. That's kind of a mic drop. That was that was a mic drop. I don't want to ruin that. So this is Safi signing off. Um, Larry, Terry, Doc, I can't thank you enough. Wonderful Piper, my sweet Piper. This was an awesome podcast. Thank y'all. To the next time.
1: Bye.